Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Sarah. And we have this podcast called, Have We Talked About? Where two friends at different points in their lives chat about everything in their lives, from current events to pop culture, from self-care to self-indulgence, and everything in between. Join us weekly to see what we talk about next. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, It's going okay. Again, it's been a while. What have you been up to? What's new in your world? I feel like we have a lot of things to catch up on in current news and current events. It's true. Um, To start off, are you um, Team Selena or Team Haley? Um, It's an interesting question that you pose. I I recently just watched TikTok about it. And (laughs) I had no idea about the the whole uh, chain of events that led up to this. All I had known is that Selena had gained some weight. I had no idea that there was an issue with eyebrows. I didn't know you could laminate eyebrows. And the things you learn from TikTok, eh? Right. I mean, and the things that you learn that show how old you are compared to like the new generation. I'm like, we're laminating our eyebrows now. I mean, that's been something that's been around for a while. But when I saw how badly she had done her eyebrows, I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. Um, I do think that she's being trolled. I do think that Kylie and Haley are just people that didn't do any kind of post-secondary education or real life experience. So they're just like still stuck in mean girl phase. So from that perspective, I guess I'm team Selena, even though I'm not particularly into Selena, like into Mm -hmm. her looks or anything or her talent respectfully. But yeah, like you got the guy, Haley, get over it maybe honestly like did you hear about like the souvenirs that they gave out at like i don't know like an anniversary party or some justin's birthday party where it's like you know like commemorating yeah you picking the person that you're with now versus a person that you thought you should have been with yeah some shit like that oh i did not hear about that yeah Uh, there are so many there are so many rumors that there was that there was like an announcement at his recent birthday party that they're pregnant oh like i don't know um, but that's all a rumor. Nothing has come to yet. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. But I saw the little picture of the souvenir and I was like, oh, that's you, like, just move on. Come on. She's, she's not like it's been so long since they've been together. I feel like in a way this is like when I see Nick Lachey and Vanessa Manillo together and I still mm-hmm. people are still hung up on Nick and Jessica. And it's like it's been 10 years. Granted, Honestly. I mean, and like, did you watch the show? Like, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I team Jessica, I read her autobiography and I totally understand what they split up, but I'm like, mm-hmm. we need to, you got the guy you need to, let's, let's, we need to move on here. The ship, 100%. the train has left the station. Yeah. Um, in other news, did you know that Mickey Mouse will be replaced as the Disney mascot next year? What? Uh, so like he's retiring? Like, no. Something about they had something like something in this world is going awry, right? It's like, what do you mean they're they're gonna replace him? I've um, not heard like this news. His contract or his copyright or whatever it is is up <gasps> next year, and the new mascot is this. It's called Figment. This imagination, imagination. I don't know, dragon or something. And I'm like, what? No, that's a no. no. That's a hard no. no. <laughs> right i'm like no it's always mickey get out of here so now you're just gonna replace it with something where it's like it's whatever you want it to be yeah tell me you're not creative without telling me you're not creative well kind of it's like this like purple like like dinosaur thing and i'm just like no it's barney (laughs) (laughs) anyways i heard that i hopefully it doesn't come come because i don't want that uh, yeah I, uh, I, so there must be like a hundred year old copyright that is now finally expired on mickey mouse or whatever it is seriously seriously so what happens to Minnie? what right? happens to what goofy happens to the whole gang what, what happens, happens to, to pluto gang? that's what i'm saying like it's not only our generations that grew up but there's there's like my nephews grew up on like mickey mouse playhouse or whatever it's called Right. And it's like it's all the the stuff at the parks is all like the Mm -hmm. ears. It's all the merch. It's everything. So it's like, really? Really? Yeah. The the iconic souvenir from Disney World and Disneyland is the ears. Right. With your name in it. It's going to be 
Ugh. Anyways, so we'll see. I'm a boomer. I'm opposed to this. <laughs> kind of. Well, same. I'm opposed to this too. Cause like, like no. no, don't touch something that's good. Don't 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 fuck with it. Oh my god. What other news do you have for me? I feel like it's going to be worse than what you're telling me right now about Mickey Mouse. No, that, that that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh. Uh. <laughs> well. I mean, I guess we could find a couple of good things, but it probably kind of parlays into what we want to talk about now or today, which has uh-huh. been a topic, a common topic for a while. And as commoners, we're fully into it, which is the royal family, more specifically Harry and Meghan. The saga mm-hmm. continues. Mm-hmm. But I do want to take a step back because I know that you've been a lover of the royal family pre Harry and Meghan, right? Yeah. And I would love to like get your insight or just your preliminary thoughts about your interest or love for the royals and how that started and then we can maybe then dig into Harry and Meghan since you know Harry's like the last the last of the royal family outside of like the kids and Kate and Meghan totally well I I think we both have a a a personal interest in the royal family um I think mine started (laughs) Okay, relax. Uh, I think mine started <laughs> with William and Kate. I think it was always the queen was always there as a constant in the royal family, and I always sure. heard of things. But I think what really attracted me was William and Kate, and then they got engaged, and then there was like little, I don't know, movies about them, and then they got married. I obviously watched that, and I watched their journey and everything, and I watched their, I don't know their things and I just really I thought I liked them as a couple I really like her um, and then as things progressed with the royal family in general and then mm-hmm. Megan I just kind of I just followed that storyline um, so but I think for me it, it all kind of started with Willie McKate interesting um, I do think that your love for them is stronger because I, I could not continue to watch the crown and you have continued on so I think by <laughs> By that barometer, <laughs> you are a, 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 a more hardcore, devout royal fam lover than I. But I have... did I go to London for my honeymoon? Yes. Did I go to <laughs> Kensington Palace? <laughs> did I go to Kensington Palace? Um, That's and right, girl. While go off. on a tour, while on a tour, I asked, "Hey, so like, quick question. Like, I understand this is all like the dead royals, but like, <laughs> is by any chance like?" Kate like in the building right now and they're like I don't know and I said okay cool thanks and then we went to like the bakery that's like on site and I was like oh like um I think I asked a question about Kate and she was making fun of me she's like oh yeah Kate just called she wants one of our croissants I was like really and she's like no (laughs) oh that's like oh yeah okay I'm just gonna walk over here now yeah yeah um, and I'm same I'm same right yeah exactly uh, I've I've always had an interest in the royals. The Prince William and Prince Harry are pretty close in age to me, um, so their births and all of that stuff. I remember, sort of, not their births because I was obviously uh, <laughs> a little, <laughs> yeah, a star in the sky. Um, but you know, being from Canada and being a co- you know part of the Commonwealth, like the yeah. royals were a part of our upbringing and that whole you know Princess Di and Prince Charles yeah, and all exactly. that kind of thing. Um, and, and I th- I think, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I think what also fascinates me is the how secretive everything mm, is. So like you mm-hmm, want to know more, mm-hmm, but you're not getting it, right? Like so, what is I going think, on? Exactly. So now with all this Harry and Meghan bombshells that have dropped, I've just been like eating it up. Yeah, because you're like, you suspect, right? Like as a person exactly. who just observes behavior, like... My interest in the royal family didn't really reignite until like the, the wedding between William and Kate because everybody mm-hmm. tuned in. I certainly did. It was a magical wedding. I watched it a couple of times. It's like mm-hmm. it's a fairy tale. And they, yeah. I think, culturally for the world or even for the UK or the Commonwealth, re, uh, reignited the interest in them. So they became popular, which helped drove mm-hmm. their charities and all their philanthropic philanthropic work. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they wanted to continue that with Harry and Meghan. And it seemed like it didn't go the course that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Based on me watching the documentary three times, I do <laughs> I do my research. Because mm-hmm. I can't get through the audiobook. 
it just seems like they're too popular and there's a hierarchy there that's implied in the royal family that needs to be adhered to and for whatever reason couldn't be because of the popularity that Harry and Meghan had and they're like well we gotta we have to do something about it Mm -hmm. and I should note for anyone that doesn't know Meghan um, was filming Suits when they started dating and Suits was filmed in Toronto right so Meghan and Harry would be like dating in Toronto um, and I think they had their first like appearance together at one of the Evictus games correct um, around City Hall in downtown Toronto um, so that was super exciting I feel like for Toronto in general like we had Harry here who was dating Meghan like there was a lot of good positive buzz at that point yes but it quickly fell downhill <laughs> real fast well, because they they hadn't been engaged yet. They would just announce. Mm-hmm. I think it was one or two years after that that they mm-hmm. were finally married. And yeah, I think for all of, not Canada, but at least for Toronto, she was a honorary Canadian. She had been filming mm-hmm. Suits and Living in Toronto during you know the filming of the season for, I think, like yeah. seven years. Yeah. So she was entrenched, which is also why I have an issue and take umbrage to the fact that she's oblivious and acts oblivious to the royal family's existence Mm -hmm. especially when she talks about her own wedding and everything that she's going through being like it's global yeah bitch like the royal wedding was before you came into the picture like how do you not know like Mm -hmm. i totally believe that they're in love and i completely support her goodwill and charity work but stop hiding behind the fact that you didn't know anybody of their right mind, 100%. marrying into a family where you have titles of king and queen and prince and princess is going to be shitting in their pants. Yeah. And and also, at the end of the day, we know she's a smart cookie. Like, Thank you. She's very smart. Incredibly so intelligent. you're playing this card, like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Who would have known? It's like, everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyone who's been an A student would know. Anybody who's right. done a job, you know, had a job interview where they wanted to get the job, you do your research. Like, exactly. Like, I didn't know, but I'm doing this documentary. Hey, Harry, should I go over my speech again that I gave at the wedding? I just happened to have it here on my phone. <laughs> How convenient. So <laughs> great speech, your, by the what way. What were your honestly? OK, so the first I feel like the first bombshell that they dropped was the Oprah interview. Right. So you watched that. I did. What did you what was your kind of thoughts about that? I think there was I think that she did endure a lot of pain, emotional pain mm-hmm. being in that situation. What I continue to struggle with as a person of color myself is the obliviousness of the fact that they're that she's not going to feel like an outsider knowing mm-hmm. that that whole monarchy is built on classism. And mm-hmm. the byproduct of classism is colorism. So the fact that she went into it not thinking that she would be considered an outsider uh is where it did feel at times where she was pulling i don't want to say a race card but a color card where for everybody else that would have just been implied whether it mm-hmm. uh, i i i had curly hair going in and not straight hair or i was you know south american versus like the wasp white anglo-saxon person so yeah I don't think I felt the same level of empathy for her watching the Oprah interview as opposed to wa- watching the documentary. It did feel like a, a publicity stunt to kind of garner uh, attention uh, mm-hmm. in a way that I think it didn't it didn't ring true for me. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like she did 85 to 90 percent of the talking and then they invited Harry like at the end to come in. And it was great to hear what right. Harry had to say. But he just came in at the end and I wish Oprah interviewed him more or them together sure. rather than just specifically her. And I think you you kind of touch on what I liked about the documentary versus that interview is that it was Harry because the only person that can really yeah. give you the nitty gritty down and dirty about what was going on is Harry. Exactly. She can give you her perspective and her experience, but she wasn't trained and indoctrinated into it. Exactly exactly so then okay so you watched the documentary three times i've only watched it one <clears throat> what were your so you have mentioned a few of your thoughts yeah what other what other things did you feel throughout it 
you and I have talked offline about this a couple of times where uh, there were aspects of her just kind of pandering, right? Where she's just pandering to be like this obliviousness. I don't know. I didn't know how to curtsy. I didn't know the national anthem. But I've just told you, the audience, that every single palace has its own press and communications team. And we as well have our own PR team who is, have told me there's a strict protocol. But for whatever reason, they've left all of this information out. So I'm just going to tell you how I just stumbled upon a YouTube video and just figured it out, folks. I just figured it out. Like, okay, so in all of those YouTube videos, nowhere it said royal family might be racist. Maybe like be aware. Right. or but also just look at them just look at them right you're american even you're not even british so like yeah. put like that's an issue yeah um what else did i find i really enjoyed watching their love story as it began because i do believe that they really love each other but at the same time let's call a spade a spade if he wasn't a prince you wouldn't go to Botswana after knowing him for a month us us real girls would not be doing that sorry no no. so i could like be sold and like harvested for organs like it's only because he was prince harry that you were doing that right um yeah i think if they just played it as it was and spoke about their experiences and not so much the monologues or interviews with her where she's having to do this convincing you know when things go wrong they always want somebody to blame and it's always the woman. And in this particular instance, the public wanted somebody to blame. And they're not going to be like Harry was on his own path. They they always blame the wife, right? Like when she's having those type of conversations, I'm like, girl, this is why people are struggling. Mm-hmm. Like you're the outsider. And granted, there's a different way you could frame that where I'm like, I was an outsider. I didn't want to be an outsider. And as we've left this, I will continue to be an outsider. And that can be implied. Exactly. But for you to go and say, they're blaming me for something that was completely his his doing, it's like, okay, yes, but also, like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just take, like, take some accountability in this whole thing where it's like, I acted naive yep. and it was devastating. Did it, do I? And I think... Sorry, you go, go. I was just going to say, um, I, I don't have any doubt in my mind that they weren't used as scapegoats because nobody's no. talking about yeah. Prince Andrew and his whole Jeffrey Epstein yeah. thing during that whole time. And that was huge. Exactly. So, so of course, yes. Go ahead. And they're not going to say anything bad about William and Kate because they're next in the monarch. So, yeah. Did you down. ever, did you hear about that whole thing about the crying and over, uh, What's the little girl's name? Her wedding dress. Charlotte's. Yeah. Yeah. And the dress Bye and how mm-hmm. William and Kate were being like, no, no, Megan's a bully. Megan made Kate cry. And then it turns out yeah. Kate was demanding for all of the dresses to be remade because Princess yeah. Charlotte was unhappy. Yeah. I'm like. Which is like, which again, again, we're hearing it from one side. I don't. <laughs> I'm a true Kate fan. Um, I don't believe Kate would do that. I think she would. Prince have Harry provides the screenshots of the text in his book, though. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's why it carries some weight. Mm. He brought out the receipts and people are pissed because, of course, you don't want to believe that. No. But yeah, I don't know. I would love to know or get an idea of, of really the dynamic between Kate and Megan, right? That could me really too. tell me what was up. Me too, because you see when they're like on TV together, or whatever, they act. Well, recently, they don't really look at each other, but previously, yeah. they would smile, you know, <laughs> pleasantries. And that's it. Sure. But I'm very curious to know what their actual relationship is, because at the end of the day, you are sister in laws. Yeah, but you'd think that because they've been excommunicated forcefully or not from the royal family that they're, like, not that anymore either. It's just, like... Yeah, no. They act like... I know. They act like they're Amish and they've been shunned. <laughs> Valid. I also was going to mention, I also feel like Megan mentioned multiple times in the documentary that she wanted, a, like, a big family, a family. Ooh, so, I'm glad I you're touching on this. People, yeah, and I feel like people say... They always say the royal family... But I think in reality, it's not a family. Right. It's a it's a fake family. It's a business at the end. It's of an the institution, day. like they call it. Exactly. Exactly. So I think she went in thinking, oh, my God, this is my new family. 
But in reality, it's it was completely the opposite of that. I agree. Uh, so I'm glad that you brought this up because one of my other observations was she talks a little bit about her mom and her mom having a sister and they throw back to a couple of pictures that seem to be like with her mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ever talk about them coming to the wedding. She doesn't ever talk about them at all. So when she says, I wanted a family, I didn't have it. I'm like, so you had no cousins on your mom's side of the family? Like that part of it where it's like, I don't know what it's like to be an only child, but I get that, you know, I acknowledge that there's a bit of loneliness there, but you could still grow up with a lot of cousins and be an only child as mm. an example. And aunts and uncles. Like, I feel like around the wedding, they only talked about her father's family. Yeah. They didn't touch about her mom's family. So when she's... Like, where's that side? Exactly. And then, and you're not including it because you want to play into this whole ideology of, mm-hmm. or this narrative that you want to, you know, kind of perpetuate that. I just, I just figured I was marrying into a family. Okay. But mm-hmm. Megan, you weren't an orphan. <laughs> yeah. Like, and your family. Yeah. We, we know that your, your dad sold you down the river for money. So. Yeah. And that, that is truly heartbreaking and awful and i can't thousand percent but your mom still has family yeah like you don't have grandparents on that side like i would have liked and granted they may have chosen not to be a part of the documentary which is completely up to them but it would have given the balance more if she spoke about that being like that side of the family they were part of the wedding but we didn't talk about it I don't think that her mom's side of the family was invited to the wedding either and that's where anyone was that's where the authenticity of her comes into play where I always felt that she was an opportunist and it has it has a more negative connotation than positive where she will align herself with the people that will help her to get ahead which is why she's been able to be um in the social circles in Canada that were considered elite, like one of your closest friends being married to the son of a former prime minister and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's no friends from, I mean, she said she had a friend from childhood and there's no family connections whatsoever at this wedding. You don't ever talk about it. You, your closest co- your closest cousin, but really aunt, is the daughter of the half-sister that you never talked to, didn't know her full name or her birthday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who then you had to say, girl, you can't come to the wedding. Right. Like the dysfunction is so real there. And the fact that you had this huge grand wedding and you only had your mom there. Yeah. And a whole colored black gospel choir with no black relatives at the wedding. Yeah. And like, it's very... I know it's very interesting. The the one scene that stands out in my head, even to this day, which I don't even know why they put it in, but that's besides the fact, is when she went to her old school and visited her old principal. Mm-hmm. And then they read like, what... why, and then yeah, they read what she wrote. And I was just like, also they read what she wrote, which which is like that sounds horrible. Incriminated her to the core. A hundred percent. When I'm famous one day, I'm going to, and I don't remember what she said, come back and visit or make you famous or something or give you yes, a lot of money. Something. And she's yeah. like, ah, it's so funny I said that, right? No, girl, it sounds like you had a plan. You were a girl with a plan from a, from mm-hmm. a long time ago. You're a smart cookie. You knew, you knew where you wanted to go, where you wanted to be. One thousand percent. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to be a part of the royal family and Harry's happier... I would love to see them do more charity work. And they're not doing that now. They're doing the Netflix special. They're, she's mm-hmm. doing her archetypes podcast. And it's like, why aren't you going back to doing what you love? Yeah. Unless they're doing that behind the scenes and no one cares to report on it. Because who knows? Like, I don't know. But you have a whole communications team in that Archwell Productions, Archwell organization that could, that could pu- publicize that. You don't get any yeah. money unless you publicize it right yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like just go back to doing that if that's what you love doing like yeah don't say you don't want publicity you don't want you want privacy when you are an actress by trade you like to be yeah. on the screen you like to be seen you like to tell mm-hmm. stories yep also their documentary got um a 42 percent rating on rotten tomatoes 
and a 4.9 out of 10 on imbd <laughs> Ooh. well uh the fun fact about that is that people from their team or their connections with the production team that did that documentary got fired right afterwards Ooh, like that doesn't look good yeah, but it, it just, to me, it speaks to just with the ignorant point of view that I have is that you can't tell a story that's not true. Yeah. Like you wanted to curry favor with yourself being like, poor you, poor you, where it's like, no, you're in a shitty situation. It fucked up your mental. You said, I can't do this. Your husband's like, let's be out. I'm going to throw it all yeah. away for you. And you're like, and it yeah. sucks, but our peace is worth more exactly not like i'm just a girl who fell in love with a guy who happened to be a prince and i lived under a rock yeah valid i did though like at the end of the documentary i truly did feel bad for harry like oh and i will continue to feel bad for him same same like you really got to look into his life even like when his mom died and kind of what happened and Mm -hmm. things like that oh just my heart breaks for him and I feel so bad and I really hope now that you know he's separated himself from his quote-unquote family and he's in LA I really truly hope that he's happy but he's he has to build out a whole new identity yep even though since the king is now the king king charles Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. children have now got back their titles of prince and princess I don't understand or know enough to know how that happened to be. Do you happen to know what? No. Okay. I just know that they recently got their titles back. Okay. But what does that truly mean? Yeah. Right. Like mm. it means they're, they're invited to the other kids birthday parties now. Like all the prince and princesses are invited. Oh my God. Thanks. Um, yeah. It's interesting i did not read his book though you did or Er, you listened to his book to the first little bit but i couldn't the first little bit but i couldn't continue for whatever reason maybe i will read the book listening to it i guess he goes too slow for me and then again i think i'd referenced this before calling his dad papa and his and his mom mummy in the book like creeped me out (laughs) because he would say it incessantly right it's just like Mm -hmm. yeah and i was going to meet I was going to, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm going to meet father for an important talk. He's like, and I'm going to go meet Papa. And I'm like, you are a 38 year old man <laughs> talking about Papa. That's true. I just feel like a lot like, OK, so they did the Oprah interview. Then they did the documentary, which then dropped in two, two different drop yes. dates, I feel like. And, and they changed they did, the drop the date. Book. They changed the drop oh, date. Oh, that's right. That's right. They, they moved like it that's up. That's a lot that's a lot like within like a span of what four to five months and megan dropped her podcast archetypes around that same like yikes like now let's close it up and focus on your life Mm -hmm. what you want to do next let's not work let's not work with netflix anymore i think you got out everything you needed to say do a reality show then Show, show what you're really like show them that you feed your chickens every day and you cut your roses from your garden and you seem to have one hell of a green thumb you have tomatoes growing in your backyard and shit like that mm-hmm. and then everybody can get a sense you can only fake it for so long right so yeah i just know that that show would be boring yeah after a while it would be i i think megan is probably the most pleasant person when you meet her and she's so nice mm-hmm. but i think she's boring mm to know as a person i think at at least this is the rumor they were invited to king charles's coronation right i heard that same thing whether or not they go is another story i don't know that yet but they are invited what a social and moral and emotional predicament for harry to be in because that's harry's call and it's his dad and i was gonna say it's his dad at the end of the day it's his opportunity to like mend the fence but at the same time i could understand him not wanting to do it because he didn't break the fence yeah yep and then his brother and who knows and who knows what the relationship has been since the documentary has aired are they even talking who knows well if you've been indoctrinated and that happens based on what you've been taught you're just like again you've been shunned like you've basically you're immoral what you've done exactly i'm curious i doubt maybe harry will go 
yeah and it's, not megan and the kids because stressful right like that would yeah. be a tense it's it's gonna be a tense environment with megan being there and if she wants to be there i feel like that would be a pushy move on her part because i think one of the challenges when she was in the family is that she wouldn't just follow protocol I can totally see her being a person who is like, we don't do this, Megan, as part of our protocol and her pushing the boundaries, just being a strong, independent woman, just being American culture, just always kind of bucking against it. And now that she has peace, she may feel like she wants to assert herself going back into that environment. And I think that would be trouble for like the future of Harry and his family. And also and also like everything that you have said, both of you. Yeah have said against your quote-unquote family or in-laws how awkward is that right yikes and then i think and i'm sure kate is like don't bring that girl near me ever again well valid like valid and then i think in other news like although i don't know what the big buzz around this was because they already moved out but they were like evicted from the frogmore castle or something and i'm like okay oh they don't live there anymore. Who cares? Right. It's this like whole thing a few days ago. And I was like. I remember seeing something about that and I didn't understand okay. the connection. It's just like. They because. They moved out. Yeah. They moved out from like a year or two before that. Right. So it's like, what does that mean? Right. Like you finally redirected the taxpayer funds to Frogmore. So now they no longer can live there ever. Like it looks like exactly. they've already made that decision. Exactly. I don't know what big that that was about and then i think also recently they christened their daughter correct lilibet though she'd already been Um, baptized by the way because tyler perry was the godfather and they they mentioned that in the documentary oh right so why why did she need to be because now she's a princess so obviously you need to have a new baptism shut up (laughs) you think that would be the only thing. No. You're supposed to, like, baptize your baby with, what, the first six months, maybe a year of their birth? Like, that's a little late, at least in Catholicism. So she's well over a year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, but then there was, like, rumors being like, oh, they sent an invitation to, you know, Charles and Camilla and William and Kate. It's just like, okay, are you doing that just to be nice? Because they're not going to come. <laughs> Well, this is why they can't earn a lot of the public sympathy where it's like you literally contradict yourselves and stuff that you guys put out. And then you're like, why don't you believe us? You dedicated a whole part of the episode to saying, Tyler Perry, thanks for saving us and protecting us by letting us live in your place, providing us security, being a good friend. We would be honored if you'd be her godfather. Yeah. And he's like, done. Okay. And also like, you didn't even know who he was or talked to him or had a relationship prior to when like any of this yeah which is crazy enough but they also make a point to say in the documentary that all of that footage was filmed up until august of 2022 which means that she was baptized or christened Mm. at the latest in august of 2022 we are now in march of 2023 so within five months you've given her two christenings or baptisms yeah what this is why people are confused exactly yeah valid oh i did i totally forgot that that they did that oh wow interesting yeah girl they they use their own rope to hang themselves this is a problem just like she's like here's my wedding dress here's the blue thread from my first date outfit because i wore a blue dress when i met him and then in his book he's like on our first date she wore jeans and a black turtleneck (laughs) (laughs) like yeah. It's like, did you guys not compare notes before releasing the book? No, because if you say it emphatically, it doesn't matter. What the heck? It's like, isn't that so crazy? Like, what a coincidence that I would have something blue because that's what I wore on our first date. And it's like, that not according to Harry, girl. We're, we're, maybe your underwear was blue. And you didn't want to admit that part because you guys did the deed. I don't know. I'm That's <laughs> speculation, but... This is why people struggle because they catch Megan mm-hmm. in contradictions. I don't I don't know if I've caught Harry in contradiction because he's just like I've been the spare, I've struggled oh, with it, no. I've wanted to get away, and now here I am. But mm-hmm. somebody I think my dad said to me one day, he's like, I hope she doesn't leave him. <laughs> 
My dad is well. my dad's an old school traditional male, but it's just like he has no idea who he is. She had a whole identity before him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know not to be Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Valid. Uh, I did enjoy his interview. I don't know where he did an interview. Some late night talk show. Stephen Colbert. I thought it was good. Colbert. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I thought that was good. He, he was. You could tell he was nervous. But then, as the interview progressed, he slowly came out of his shell. And then he was spitting jokes out and everything. And I was like, "Ah, oh, see, that's the Harry. That's the Harry we know." Okay, so I think he's a completely down to earth individual. I do think Prince William is the same. Except he has, um, he is more important. What's the word I'm looking for? Like he has to be held to a different standard. But I think that he's also Absolutely. just as down to earth. But like, would you like die if you were in L.A. or Montecito or Santa Barbara and you saw like Harry at like the Starbucks? Like, tell me you wouldn't die. I, I would die because when he was in Toronto, I think planning the Invictus Games. Mm-hmm. I caught word that he was at Queen's Park. Ooh. So I When was this was like twenty sixteen, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I got home from work and I made my now husband sprint from like Young and Bloor to Queen's Park to (laughs) maybe see him, but we missed him by four minutes. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, so I would die if I saw him in cafe or wherever i would would totally be just gawking and frozen just being like this guy is a prince and he's literally standing in front of me right now yeah 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 100 percent. would you talk to him do you think you'd say any try and say anything um i would love to i would totally check it out yeah but i would i but then then i would kick myself after for not saying anything (laughs) i feel like i would do the same I'm the type of person, like, even when um, the Toronto International Film Fe- Film Festival happens in Toronto, I've seen a few stars, like, walking around during the day. I have seen them. Right. I have um, followed them a few blocks. <gasps> but I'm, like, but I'm literally, Ooh. like, I don't want to, I don't want to disturb them. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, you know, bring the attention to them because they're just in their everyday clothes, just walking around shopping, doing their thing. And oh, I'm, like, oh, God. I don't want to disturb them. <laughs> Idiot. We're going to have to do an episode covering um, TIFF when that comes <laughs> yes. up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, I probably wouldn't say anything, but I would want to. Um, do you think that Meghan Markle will act again? Um, and if she does, ooh. will you respect her for doing that? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, next steps for both of them. Hmm. She probably will. I feel like they need money. At least that's what the, you know, everyone's saying. Right. She might. But it has, but it'll be very like, it has to be on her terms. She has to like, okay, everything. Da, 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 da. She might. And I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Do I think she should? No. I think you're past that girl. I think that was your former life. I agree. You're past that. Um. But she's in LA, or she, or sorry, she's in California. Right. She might. I agree. I think I wouldn't put it past her to take that opportunity again, especially now that she has some clout, and yeah. it has a negative, you know, a negative sound to it. But it's like you are more popular now than you were when you were on Suits, so you can be more yeah. discerning in the roles that you want to take on. And I think that she would optimize on that, knowing the personality that she has. Yeah. But. It'll be, again, hard for people to be sympathizing where it's like, she's like, you don't understand. I didn't have a choice. I had to take on this role that was Oscar worthy because I have two small babies at home that I need to feed. You know, like it's that's like, it's it's that hat that she puts on where it's like, I didn't have a choice. I obviously had to act with Robert yeah. De Niro and Richard Gere. And I don't like I didn't have any other option. It's like uh, it's like well, why don't you sell your I don't know forty five million dollar mansion maybe you'll get some money like get girl, out of here why don't you reboot the Tig that was pretty fucking popular why don't you do that now that you're a mom of two babies yeah oh yeah. that was your past life got it got it got it yeah 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 you know she picks and chooses yeah 
because you can because you rich bitch yeah exactly what do you think is in the future for harry i think that harry will be offered if not already offered a little couple like a couple of walk-on roles to different things like i don't know what Uh, kind of new sitcoms are there but it would have been like um like a big bang theory or uh what was that like a will and grace type of like walk on part where he makes you know a big chunk of change for a little kind of just being like hey i'm harry i'm prince harry where he probably needs to make the most money and i think he's already doing it is public speaking yeah being you know given money to talk at a lot of different events about mental health but i think he should talk more about charity work and even yeah he does already invictus games i think is for like veterans and stuff yeah to continue to do that I don't know what he is from like an entrepreneurial spirit if he should do something business wise. I don't think he has the expertise for that. He's he already might have the connections though. Yeah. Um those are the only things I can see, you know? Like it'd be crazy if he like became a stay at home dad. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I just want to be at home with my kids. And that's one of the things he talked about in the documentary. Uh that he's doing stuff with his kids that he would never be able to do if he had stayed within yeah. the royal family which is sad in so a way because then when you think about charlotte and louis and what the hell is the other one baby's name kate is <gasps> three <laughs> how could you not remember sarah <laughs> i can see his face william kate it's not henry no charlotte come on louis. google let's see if i can get this google oh my gosh this is awful uh, as soon as I like see it, Louis. We're gonna have to cut this out. Um, George, 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 Prince George. How could we forget that he was the first one? Yeah, I know. But you know what? I he feel like he's the quietest one out of all of them. That's what I feel. I mean, I've never heard any of them talk, but I guess he's just I been the least Princess- popular. Yeah, I also think Princess Charlotte is a badass, and I think she takes after her grandmother. Mm. the queen and i think louis is a trickster a jokester (laughs) that's what i get that's what i get from him since the passing of the queen Mm -hmm. has your interest in the royal family waned yeah yeah i feel the same i don't feel like i'm going to be as interested the running joke at least for me and my family and i'm sure a lot of people are it's like the queen won't pass away because she does not want her son to be king yeah she you know the the narrative behind the scenes is like he's incompetent and he's not fit to be king yeah and now we live in a world where charles is king and camilla is the queen right the mistress the side chick is the queen like if anything could make diana roll over in her grave i think that would be it truly i also feel like yeah i feel like she was such a constant everyone loved the queen she kicked ass. She was a badass. Totally. I think Mad I respect. might, a hundred percent. I think I might get more into the royal family again once Camilla and Charles um, move on, um, and then it's William and Kate's turn. Or based on like them deciding to change the way that the monarchy is run now that he runs the show, he yep. has that opportunity to turn it around if he wants, yep. and if what he, he does wants. with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this before as a fun fact, but my mom had met Prince, Prince William when he was alive. Yeah. Really? Totally. Wait, 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 wait. Prince, Prince William? Prince Philip. So the Queen's husband. There you go. Yeah, you said Prince William. Prince oh. Philip. <gasps> Where? So my mom worked for the airlines for most of her career. And she worked for one of the airlines in Jamaica at the time. So she worked at the airport. And Jamaica being a com- part of the Commonwealth, obviously royal visits were a thing. And he was there at the airport and she talked with him. He was, she said he's very charismatic and handsome, talking to all of like the the check-in agents and whatever. And it was like so pleasant to be around. And yeah, I think, I guess she got it. She was crushing. She's crushing on him. That's awesome. And that's in my mind how he was. Yeah. I didn't know. He just gave, because like I had no concept of him because I only ever focused on the queen and uh, Prince Charles and princess diana it's not until mm-hmm. later years that prince philip was like a thing for me we're like recognizing mm-hmm. his existence because he was pretty old by then right he looked kind of yeah 
but yeah it looked like he was in the 90s for a good 30 years <laughs> exactly but yeah he's <laughs> harry describes him as cheeky little trickster and yeah. you know being friendly and yeah that's exactly how my mm. mom described him as well oh that's awesome i love to hear that that's yeah. great yeah so if there's any hope of like are the family horrible people behind the scenes no and i don't think that they are but i think they s- adhere to a very strict british culture of stiff upper lip and yeah. that just like i guess in a workplace some people take their jobs very seriously and they're willing to sacrifice you as a person in order yeah. to save their job and their legacy yeah exactly and at the end of the day they're not a family it's an institution facts queen's like like i'll be damned to sacrifice my son prince andrew over you megan yeah exactly so sorry, sorry. yeah 100 percent. so 100%. i'm curious as always to know what the re- the listeners i was gonna say readers what the listeners think about harry and megan are we like one of those people that need to stop talking about it are you guys as the audience tired of hearing about them what are your thoughts about harry and megan what do you think they should do next are you Ooh, this is a question I'll ask you, Sarah, before okay. I'm posing it. Are you team William and Kate or team Harry and Meghan? Uh-huh. No. You have to I choose. I don't like William that much. I just want Kate. <laughs> Fuck William. Screw William. Um, you don't like William. Not really. Like, because? he's fine. I feel like he's just there. Um, well, when I heard Is it because that he cheated he could, on Kate? Yeah. Yeah, when he potentially, who knows, rumor, I don't know. When she was pregnant with your third child and you Stop. cheated potentially, you potentially, um, allegedly, cheated on her with her friend, get fucked. Yeah. And, but, like, where did you find the time to be alone with a friend? It sounds uh, like, like you guys have very honestly, packed schedules. Honestly, so... I think he's fine. I still, I do like him, but Kate's my number one gal. Um, but, I, but I like Harry. That's the thing. Yeah. I, Megan's fine, but I like Harry. So you're like team, team Harry and Kate. You want them to get yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, because I truly felt like before Megan was on the scene, they had a really good relationship with one another. They were yeah. like, well, at least that's what it seemed. That's what it, they, it, it, I don't know. Through the you're talking about the brothers or? Everything, no, no, between Harry and Kate. Ah, uh, yes, agreed. She was it she was like they had a brotherly sister relationship. Yeah, that sibling bond was already there. Yeah, and agreed. I feel like it's not there anymore, but it was there, and they had a really, really nice relationship. Do you think that they just team like team William? That William and Kate just accepted Harry as third wheel, and and Harry maybe had been got a little tired of that, and like that maybe. being his role, being like I, I want my own thing. Maybe because I feel like they did a lot of probably like events together and charity work together, the three of them. Yes. But then once Megan came on the scene, he was like, I got my own person now. I don't need to be the third in this, you know, relationship. And I'm sure they kind of directed and controlled him in a little bit, too, of being like, here's what you yeah. should do, has, or whatever they call As him. you are the spare. As you are the spare. Yeah. Though... It is a bit ironic that Harry had never watched Suits, but that was William and Kate's like one of their favorite shows. Right? It just gets weirder and weirder if you want to dig into it further, doesn't it? So bizarre. Wait, are you team William and Kate or team Harry and Meghan? Because I didn't answer the question. Um, I feel like I have more history with William and Kate, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been it. I've been in it through the beginning with them. Yeah. <laughs> watched as she suffered mercilessly when they were at school together when the paparazzi mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. denounced her as a commoner who wasn't worthy yeah yep. they called her they princess weighty weighty katie all of that um mm-hmm. so i was emotionally invested in that more so from that perspective i would say i'm probably team william and kate but yeah. if i'm looking at it from like a moral or ethical standpoint they are being willfully ignorant to what has transpired in terms of Megan being a scapegoat being like we're not racist and this is not racist and you haven't been treated unfair Harry that never happened when you've just you've gaslighted and I don't think that's okay yeah but in terms of like the monarchy and the royalness 
you know, like team, uh, William and Kate are the ones that are going to carry that forward. Once Charles mm-hmm. is gone, then William will be king. A hundred percent. So, yeah. Uh, but I wish Harry and Meghan nothing but the best. Can't wait to meet them the next time I'm around the, the Cali area. <laughs> Bumping into them at Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, I want to know how they live their life there. Like, do they walk around without security and, like, do their things? Because Megan used to do that when she was here. So I'm curious how they're living their life. Probably not. In they private. Probably have security. Even if they go to the beach, I'm sure there's security, like, in the bushes. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. At the end of the day, like, I wish them happiness. Um, I hope Harry is in a better place. Um, hopefully he can, well, hopefully his family can smarten up and mend that relationship before it's completely gone. Yes. Um, it would be great if he could be there for his dad during the coronation, but that's his decision and the relationship. So yeah, we're curious to see how things progress, even with their kids and William Kate's kids and, and the monarchy in general, because it's been completely changed ever since the queen has... Uh, died last year yeah will you watch the coronation regardless of if harry comes i'll probably just catch the highlights Mm, that's valid i feel that i feel like that too it's 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 a moment in history that needs to be like recognized so from that standpoint we never thought that we would see charles become king so i definitely want to see moments of that but i wouldn't wait and wake up early in the morning like for the royal wedding a hundred percent a hundred percent agree okay so i think we've caught up on all the things we want to catch up on today we definitely as always are open to suggestions and feedback about what you guys think we should talk about and i think until next time till next time are you team william and kate or team harry megan let us know are you team selena or team Haley? let us know <laughs> bye girl <gasps> all right Chat with you later. Bye.